This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, three agencies join forces to use more 3D printing in the fight against coronavirus. The pandemic is hurting both soldiers and the moving companies they use financially. And the largest federal employee union is again suing a federal panel used often in contract negotiations. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. Three agencies are working together to accelerate the use of 3D printing to create materials needed to fight the coronavirus. Veterans Affairs, the National Institutes of Health, and the Food and Drug Administration signed a Memorandum of Understanding, laying out each of their roles in leveraging the technology during the pandemic. Virtual services from the Veterans Benefits Administration are being expanded during the coronavirus pandemic. VBA closed 56 regional offices to the public in mid-March, but says it's continuing most services by phone or the web. VBA employees will work with veterans through VA's Video Connect service. It will also schedule informal conference hearings and other benefit evaluations by phone or video conference. In-person benefit briefings for transitioning service members are postponed until further notice, but transitioning service members can ask for counseling by phone or video. U.S. Transportation Command Leader General Steve Lyons says he's concerned about small businesses in the household goods industry. The Defense Department accounts for 20% of the goods moved per year. Military moves are on hold for 60 days due to the coronavirus. The American Moving and Storage Association estimates that will cost companies at least $300 million in revenue. The association is encouraging small moving companies to apply for small business loans through the $2 trillion stimulus package. Service members are also hurting financially from the military stop-move order. Federal News Network Scott Massioni has more on that. One in five military families say they're paying two housing payments or will be in the next 60 days. That's according to a new survey conducted by Blue Star Families. Military families are facing financial hardships because they made plans to move to new orders, but those plans have been postponed by the Defense Department due to the coronavirus. The survey also found 56% of military spouses lost their jobs or saw reduced hours. I'm Scott Massioni. The Navy has started removing the crew of the aircraft carrier Theodore Roosevelt as coronavirus infections continue to mount on board. Federal News Network's Jared Serbu reports. As of late last week, the Navy had planned to isolate sailors on board the ship and test every one of them. But in a letter to senior leaders, the ship's captain warned that the cramped quarters on a carrier are an ideal environment for COVID-19 to spread, and testing can't change that. Navy officials say they're working with local authorities in Guam to find space for the more than 4,000 sailors, but some will need to stay aboard for essential functions, like operating the carrier's nuclear plant. Jared Serbu, Federal News Network. Households do not need to fill out the 2020 census before receiving a coronavirus stimulus check from the IRS. That's just one of the rumors the Census Bureau is addressing as part of its campaign against misinformation. The Bureau is using an artificial intelligence-powered algorithm to monitor for false or misleading information on public social media posts. Once it flags posts, the Bureau works with the social media companies to update or remove posts that would discourage people from responding to the census. 
The Atlantic Council, Accenture, and SAIC are leading an effort to develop some much-needed reforms for the Homeland Security Department. The Future of DHS project will bring together experts in homeland and national security to try to improve all parts of DHS. There will be six study groups focusing on everything from streamlining oversight to workplace challenges. Former Secretaries of Homeland Security Michael Shurtoff and Jay Johnson are the co-chairmen of the project. It also includes former Secretary Janet Napolitano and former Acting Secretaries Rand Beers and Kevin cleanin Due to the pandemic, the Federal Employee Viewpoint Survey is postponed. The Office of Personnel Management says it's delaying survey collections so agencies can focus on their missions at this time. OPM may tentatively start administering the survey July 13th. Federal employees usually get the survey in May. The federal workforce will have six weeks to take the survey once OPM chooses a final date. The General Services Administration hires commercial real estate brokers to negotiate more than a third of all federal leases. And GSA says those brokers have saved the government nearly $700 million over the past three years by getting deals lower than market rate. But the Government Accountability Office says data compiled by GSA does not always get an accurate read on market rates. GAO has asked GSA to address the reliability of the data it uses to calculate cost savings from its broker program. The American Federation of Government Employees is suing the controversial impasses panel again. AFGE says the new members from the Federal Service impasses panel are not fit to serve because their past experiences and current actions create an anti-union bias. The union says the members weren't constitutionally appointed to the panel because they aren't Senate confirmed. This is the second time AFGE is challenging the impasses panel in court. The union challenged the constitutionality of the panel last year, but that case stalled in federal district court. You've heard the expression, put up or zip up. That's what might be coming to federal contract bargaining. Federal News Network's Tom Temin explains. The Office of Personnel Management has once again asked the Federal Labor Relations Authority for a general statement. OPM wants to establish that provisions known as zipper clauses are a mandatory subject for new contract bargaining. Zipper clauses prevent additional bargaining during the term of the contract. So, the authority has issued a proposed rule on whether you have to bargain over zipper clauses. Comments due April 30th. I'm Tom Temin. Industry has more time to give feedback on how it can benefit from greater access to federal research. The White House Office of Science and Technology Policy has extended the deadline on a request for information about public access to research, data, and code produced by federal agencies. OSTP will now accept comments until May 6th. The RFI stems from a 2013 OSTP memo and 2019 recommendations from the Government Accountability Office. And NIH gives industry its first glimpse of what its next mega IT services multiple award contract looks like. Federal News Network's Jason Miller has details. The National IT Acquisitions and Assessment Center, or NITAC, at NIH is making some significant changes to the fourth version of the government-wide acquisition contract for health and biomedical-related IT services. The draft solicitation for the CIO Solutions and Partners 4, or CIOSP4 GWAC, updates three of ten task areas to include cybersecurity and cloud services. The new contract will replace CIOSP3, which expires in May 2022. Comments on the draft RFP are due by May 15th. I'm Jason Miller. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Newscast. Subscribe to the Federal Newscast on iTunes or Podcast One. And follow us on Twitter. Our handle is at Federal Newscast. And stay up to date on your agency's response to the coronavirus at our Coronavirus Resource page. I'm Eric White. (music) 